Thank you for joining us on Community Focus, where we look at the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. Welcome to 2024. One of the first big events of the year is coming a week from tomorrow, Monday, January 15th. It will be Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And in Liberty City, the MLK Parade and Festivities Committee has huge events planned, not just the parade, but also a youth summit. And to tell us about it, I'm very happy to welcome the president of the MLK Parade and Festivities Committee, Lady Jenkins. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Ellen. I appreciate being here with you this morning. Absolutely a pleasure to have you and the Media and Community Relations Director for the MLK Parade and Festivities Committee, Dr. Candace Haynes. Good morning. Good morning, Ellen. Thank you for having us. Let me start with the forming of the MLK Parade and Festivities Committee. Lady, as president, can you discuss that, how long you guys have been doing this? Well, we're now going on our 47th year for the Dr. Martin Luther King Parade. We actually started the parade in 1977 after going to Atlanta to meet with Dr. King and her children so that we can get permission to have this parade. That was Dr. Preston Marshall, which is our former president, and myself. And of course, she thought it was a great idea, and then she gave us permission to go on with the parade. So we've been doing the parade ever since, and we're just happy that we can continue to carry out the dream that Dr. Martin Luther King had, because it's important that people know all about the Dr. Martin Luther King's dream. Absolutely. A brilliant man. Dr. Haynes, what has it been like for you being part of this committee and bringing his message to the people of South Florida? Being a part of this committee is a huge honor. I grew up participating in the parade and to now be one of the people that's helping to keep the dream alive and continue to spread the message that Dr. King set forth. I mean, over 60 years ago, you know, we celebrated that last year. And although we've come so far as a nation, we have such a long way to go. So it's an honor to be part of what we do every year. Every year we have a theme and this year's theme is transforming the dream because we are in a transformative time, a time that is unlike any other time in history. And we have the ability to set the tone for a generation, a generation that's coming, as well as set the tone for the narrative of our community here in South Florida. Where do you see Dr. King's dream of equality and where you're talking about transforming the dream? Where do the two come together? Where have we come since he first spoke about equality and I have a dream to where you see we are now and where do we have to go to achieve his dream? Lady, did you want to touch on that? I'd like for you to touch on that one because you're younger, but you'll see more of where we're coming, where we need to go. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I absolutely love that, Ellen, because Lady has, when we talk about Dr. King's dream, we are a real-life version. I mean, I I hesitate there because Lady Jenkins welcomed me into this organization. I had been just consulting, and it's been over seven years now, and her guidance and her grace and leadership has allowed us to get to where we are. That's a part of what Dr. King was talking about. It's legacy. And, you know, coming into this program, I mean, 47 years when she started, I'm on for seven years now, going on eight years, And I'm just completely astonished at the way things have been able to happen. We have a voice here in South Florida. 
Lady Jenkins is very well respected and the organization is very well respected because we create something in the community that is unlike anything in the nation. We are the oldest and longest running. And Dr. King's dream of consistency, consistency when it comes to economic development and growth, consistency when it comes to those things of equality is so great. The MLK Parade and Festivities Committee brings together all of the melting pot of cultures here in South Florida on this day. Everyone's participating. It's not just about the Black community or the Hispanic community. This is all of our communities here in South Florida coming together, fellowshipping, having a good time. We open the parade with all of our ministers and religious leaders from different backgrounds. This is truly a time of unity. And to be able to witness that year after year and witness the support of our mayor, Daniela Cava, of all of the officials, of all of the departments, it is incredible. And I think Dr. King would be very proud. I love that, especially the whole concept of our melting pot, because it's only by doing things together and getting to know each other that we can overcome the stereotypes that are taught to us that we can't get rid of until we actually stop focusing on what we've been taught and experience for ourselves. And like you say, in a community like South Florida, where we have people from all over the world, it is so important for everyone to be able to get along. Lady Jenkins, I have to ask you now, as 47 years <laughs> being involved with this, what do you think has changed since you first started to where Candace comes in as a younger person who's actually benefited from your work? Well, I think that a lot has happened. A lot of people see a lot of people know what's going on, but there are a lot of people that are really involved in what's going on. But for the ones that have been involved in what's going on, we can actually say that we can see that we have made a difference in a lot of ways, especially when it comes to our young people. We can say that they're getting more involved and they're more excited about what's going on in our community. And it brings about a day of reckoning. It also brings about a day of family members and different ones getting together and uniting as one, which is so, so wonderful. And just to know that it's people like Candace out there that recognize that, hey, look, we have come a long way, but we yet have a long way to go. That's very important. And to see young people that come up to you and they can give you information about Dr. King, that's definitely important. And we find out too with that, that there are a lot of people that don't even know anything about Dr. Martin Luther King. And by us doing the things that we're doing, we're able to keep him alive by talking to these young people and showing them and being able to illustrate in the parade and other things that we do that all of this is because of the efforts that Dr. Martin Luther King himself put in while he was here on this earth. Yes. And unfortunately, at that time, it is what resulted in his being assassinated. Sometimes I think about what our world would be like if he had lived a longer life and been able to continue with his message. And I'm sure you must think about that as well. In addition to the parade and the festivities, and we'll get into more details on that in just a couple of minutes, I'd like to talk about the Youth Economic Summit that you present as part of the whole Transforming the Dream initiative. When is that happening? And what will you be doing at the 2024 Youth Economic Series? So the 2024 Economic Series, first, a lot of people don't know, these are things that we're doing year round. Okay. So it's not just on MLK weekend. And I, I want that to be the key takeaway 
is that the committee is not just about the parade on MLK Day. All year round, we're doing events to continue to further the vision, to further the message of what Dr. King was all about, as well as everyone else. Like it's it's something that is inclusive. There is funding and, and available. And the Youth Economic Summit is just the start of that. So that Youth Economic Summit is bringing together two of our parade marshals. That's Nancy Cartwright. And Nancy Cartwright, a lot of people would know her as the lovable voice of Bart Simpson. Yes. She is. Yes. Nancy <laughs> is absolutely fantastic. And I could go on and on about just the work that she's done. But in knowing her organization, I know they wouldn't want me to focus on simply her accolades, but more her commitment to being a part of what we're doing. So Nancy will be here. Nancy has licensed the artwork, her portrait, because she's also an artist of Dr. King, that we were able to utilize that piece and her credibility for the committee exclusively. And we are beyond excited to be able to utilize her artwork and utilize her voice, a voice that everyone, we grew up, I grew up watching The Simpsons. Right. So, right. I mean, who doesn't know it? You who doesn't know that later, dude, like who doesn't know that? Yeah. I mean, Bart is the voice of multiple generations. Oh, multiple. Bart has been around. Bart has been around the block, I'll say. And wicked yeah. smart, too. Wicked smart. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yes. Bart is the main voice, but there are multiple voices that she did on there. And there's just so many other other things. Uh, Ralph Wiggum and, and Maggie Simpson and Nelson Muntz. She's just such a talent and such an artist. And so for her to be lending her voice and, and accepting the honor of becoming a parade marshal, she has has been able to show a generation, we like to do things through example. This is someone who has done things in the industry through the arts. So the Youth Economic Summit is bringing all of those elements of business, of arts, of a lot of the things that are sometimes lost in schools or kids don't have the access to. She's coming all the way from the West Coast just to be part of these festivities from the Youth Economic Summit to the actual event itself. And she has also given us the permission to utilize her Freedom Fighters collection. And in that piece, she talks about throughout history, the countless freedom fighters in the realms of civil rights and human rights that have risen to great accomplishments despite facing adversity and being born into troubling circumstances. So we're so grateful to have such a philanthropic voice to back us but also to show these young people, this is who you're watching on TV. Last year, we had Jill Marie Payton, who is a South Florida native, and she's also the voice of Sugar Mama on the Proud Family. Right. So we're giving exposure. And the, the summits are not just where we have people that are coming in and talking in the front of the room. We're giving real access and resources to young people here in South Florida so that they may go forth and live their dreams through the messages and the values Dr. King preached about. What I wanted to uh, add also is that the bands that we have, the local bands that we have in our parade every year, Dr. Martin Luther King Parade Festivities Committee, we give a donation every year towards the arts program because a lot of the schools are not able to keep the art programs in. So we make sure that we give a donation so that they can keep that program available in the public school system. Thank you. <laughs> 
thank you on behalf of all of the children in South Florida. It's so important, as obviously you know. And with your background as having established the Lady Jenkins Preschool Academy and Golden Slippers Tech Child Care Services back in the late 70s, this has to be like just continuing the work that you were already doing. Yes, it does, because it's all involved our young people, because it's important that we can continue to teach our young people, because that is our future. And if we don't reach out to our young people, then the dream and everything else and efforts and all that, that Dr. Martin Luther King and others have put into what they have done, it it will die. So we have to continue it. That's why we're so transforming the dream. We have to continue that. Lady, what do you think are the most important lessons for young people today to achieve economic equality, racial equality, voting equality? What are the things that you need to teach them and you want them to take away both from the summit and from the parade and festivities? Well, they need to know that we cannot change the past, but together we can transform the future. That's a huge lesson. Can you break it down in how we go about doing that? Uh, Well, Well, I I guess you've already said it in your Transforming the Dream summits. But let's tell the audience and break it down for the key things and the key ways to actually change the future and improve the future. You have to, each one has to teach one. Mm. You know, we've got to be able to continue to reach out to each other and be able to give information. And I say on my part, that wisdom that we have accomplished throughout the years of our lives so that we could pass that on to our young people like Candace when she came on board. I gave her all the information and everything that I needed so she can continue with whatever it is that I'm doing with the Dr. Martin Luther King Parade. And that's what we have to do to reach out to each one of our children. And at one time, I was able to go and reorganize my brother-in-law's church. So I made sure in that reorganization that each Sunday that someone was able to get up and talk about accomplishments and the things that Dr. Martin Luther King did so that our children would get that knowledge 365 days a year so that they'll be able to reach out to their sisters and brothers and those that are coming up after them and be able to pass that torch on and say, hey, look, this is really what it's all about. From A to Z, you know? So Candace, you must be so fortunate to have Lady Jenkins as really your mentor. Absolutely. I couldn't have asked for a better mentor. You know, it's it's so often lost the gratitude that should be given to those who offer us wisdom and who have gone before us. And I just have tremendous gratitude that, like I said, she welcomed me in from the very beginning. Um, I have another mentor that always said, you're not too young to teach, you're not too old to learn. And it's such a reciprocal relationship. And Lady Jenkins has just been so open to innovation. And I think that's where transformation is coming from, the innovation and the things that we employ. We went from being a parade that happened on a day to programs that happen year-round and MLK weekend that's full of events that are coming up. You know, Friday we have the comedy show at the Little Haiti Cultural Center. It's incredible. It's headlined by John Hinton and we have a wealth of other comedians on there. We have the Youth Economic Summit on that Saturday. That's January 13th from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. And that's at the uh, Grant Cardone Foundation. It's just, 
so exciting. Sunday, we have a play, schizophrenia. And that's, we talk about mental health matters. These are things that really affect the community, especially after COVID-19 happened. And that's on January 14th. And as well on Monday, the big parade happens that everyone can be able to rejoice, enjoy local food. But the biggest thing that brings all of this together, that really ties a bow on it, that Lady Jenkins' vision had for such a long time is the fact that we're able to create an injection in the economy here in South Florida. People are spending money with these small businesses. We've had vendors that have been with Lady Jenkins for more than 20 years. Mm. They look forward to it. This is their time to be able to come out, make money, support their family, and get their businesses directly to the consumer. It's such a holistic approach to life. I mean, you're covering every aspect of what we all need to achieve community and success in the community. So thank you for that. Let's go ahead. First of all, the website, in case we've already piqued people's curiosity and they want to start planning for those events on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, before we even get to Monday, the website is? The website is mlkparadeandfestivities.org. Again, that's mlkparadeandfestivities.org. Okay. So a week from tomorrow, Monday the 15th, it is not actually Dr. King's birthday. That's the 18th. But on the 15th is when it's celebrated the third Monday of each January. What can we expect? Let's start with where do we go for the beginning of the parade? The parade will begin this year on 7th Avenue and 54th Street at the Burger King parking lot. And it will go all the way down to the Dr. Martin Luther King Memorial Park, which is 62nd Street and Northwest 32nd Avenue. Okay. We have a 10-mile parade. Wow, that's enormous. How many floats and participants do you have? Well, this year we'll be having at least 10 floats. And, oh, my God, we're going to have hundreds of participants in the parade this year. And that's just saying that for now, between now and the 15th, that will be doubled. Okay, so it's not too late if people want to contact you and be part of the parade. Yes, so you can, they can go on the MLK Parade and Festivities. We're still taking people in. We end up seeing, ladies at 100, I, wanna, I would, would wager to say thousands of participants that come in. We have Miami-Dade County fire and police waste management. When we say floats, 10 floats, those are 10 floats that the committee has brought in. That's not including the boats. We have boats that line the streets of Miami. <laughs> we have actual boats in the parade. We have the waste management trucks. We have transportation, Miami-Dade transportation. We have the buses. Uh, we have the teachers union. We have fraternities and sororities. We have the Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts. We have bands that people are so excited about from all over Miami-Dade County and all of our children and, and youth are able to participate. And what I really love is the engagement that we get, not only from our media partners, but from all of the city officials. This is a chance to see your local police officers from the county and the city participating. Our mayor is there for both the county and the city. It's just an incredible 
overwhelming experience of love and connection and everyone being able to unify and come together. It truly is transforming. I wish you could see the smile on my face right now. I just, you know, when you talk about it with that passion and I'm envisioning all of these people and of course, Mayor Kava, I don't know how she keeps her schedule. (laughs) She's everywhere. She's incredible. She really is. She really is. Ellen, we have over 1,200 people just the bands themselves. That's over 1,200 people right there just for the bands. Now I see why you're the largest in the country. Um, (laughs) What's the best place? Is there a best place for people to line up to watch? Or is it just anywhere between 7th and 32nd Avenue? They'll be able to see it all. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All the way down the parade route. They're lined up so that they can see the parade itself. So from 7 a.m., get there early. Pick your pick your pick up your spot. The streets are barricaded. Uh, they start to get barricaded off the evening before. You can come and pick your spot, whether it's toward the end of the parade or the beginning of the parade. You will get a chance to experience all of the participants and all of the fun stuff. We have people that are doing giveaways in the parade route that'll be giving things to the community like we've done before. There's so many videos that we see of the fire trucks in the parade and they're handing out hats and little cute things for the kids. And you're really able to get a chance to experience it. And that's what I love about the parade route being so long. It gives the city of Miami a chance to be engaged comfortably And I really appreciate the city and all of the city officials. I'm sure Lady Jenkins does as well, because when she has her vision to have it as expansive as it is, especially during times when we had COVID-19 and we're still social distancing and making sure everyone is safe, there's a safe distance and there's a safe space for everyone to come out and participate. Is there a little technical question for people who don't live within walking distance? Where do they park? What's a best place to put a car or should they take public transportation best way to get there and be able to easily access northwest 54th street there are multiple ways that they can get there i mean it really depends on everyone's preference we have people that uber we do have the schedule miami-dade transit like i said the all the city officials and departments have been amazing so they have on their website you can go to their website to find out the bus route so if you're in the city and you'd prefer not to drive and you didn't want to have to worry about trying to figure out parking, you can take public transportation. Or again, you can meet us down at the Children's Village, which is at the end at the MLK Memorial Park. There are food vendors there. Uh, those ones I talk about that have been with us for decades. There's bounce houses. There are musical stages. We have a gospel stage. Uh, we have the Hot 105 stage. There are so many ways people can be entertained. You can see the end of the parade route and you can head down there or you can meet us down on that end. But you do have a positioning kind of depending on what the participant is looking at enjoying. If you want to enjoy our vendors, that would be down at the MLK Memorial Park. Come out and support them. We cannot do it without them. Lady Jenkins, you just want to talk about one of our oldest vendors really quick. I think that Ellen would really get a kick out of how their family, that catering business, is always the first one every year. Yeah, I would love to hear it out. They're already sending in their check. Yeah, that's Miss Meek. She's been with us forever. And she's always calling even before parade time and wanted to know when are we going to get started? When do I bring my money? When do I do this? When do I do that? Are these all her home family recipes that she's making? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And everybody's always running to her because if you want it, she has it. Oh my and she is just a wonderful person and her grandchildren are there with her and her great-grands to carry on their tr- tradition. 
It's wow. just a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yes, the festivities go until six o'clock. So like you said, uh, Candace, there's so much going on. Um, live music, who are you going to have performing? Oh, there's a wealth. I, I, I will say this. On the Hot 105 stage, I talked a little bit about Nancy Cartwright being one of our grand marshals this year. We also have comedian Tommy Davidson. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> Yes, he's going to be in the parade. And then you can catch him at the Hot 105 stage down at the festivities portion, as well as we have entrepreneur, multi-billionaire Bob Duggan, who is another person coming in to support as a grand marshal. We have three incredible this year. And those stages, when I tell you we have local talent, that's another thing I don't think people realize is that if you have a voice and you want to be heard in this community, you're welcome to go through our website and contact so that you can be put in touch with our production team and then you can perform. So you'll see some local talent that really is shaking things up here in South Florida, performing for their community. And that includes not only live music, dance troops, theatrical performances. There's a crafts marketplace. What kind of products can people find there? You can find a little bit of everything. Like I said, everyone participates. The library comes and gives away books. Miami-Dade County, there are so many types of vendors and resources. And this is the thing I think people don't realize about the parade and the festivities portion is there are resources for you. I was walking around last year and I got some conch salad. I'm enjoying it. And I see some of our state senators just walking around (laughs) like they're just they're with their teams and they are fellowshipping and engaging and enjoying with the community so you never know who you're going to see you have a chance to these are people who support this parade and have done it for decades who are not just about politics and that are just you know voices they are physically in the streets talking to everyone engaging with everyone and actually spending money in the economy here in south florida and supporting these vendors You know, when you mention the senators, this is an election year. Is there something either of you can say to really urge people to get out and vote and have their voice heard through the voting process? Well, we really need people to get out and vote. First of all, Ellen, we need our senators, our elected officials to actually really get involved in the Martin Luther King parade because with them getting involved, this is one year that they can say to the community, thank you for putting us into the positions that we're in. Okay? Yes. So we really need the support of our pastors and our politicians. Dr. Martin Luther King was a minister. Our right. pastors need to be out there supporting us in ways like never before. Pastors and politicians need to realize that the people that put them in the place that they're in are the people's from this community. They need to get involved and they need to be coming out and supporting us. They should be the first one calling us and saying, what can we do to help with this parade? You know, because it's a national holiday and a lot of people are in their position and places today because of what Dr. Martin Luther King did, because of the way that he paid for us to be in the positions and have the titles and things that we have. And I do want to give a shout out to Catherine Rundle who was first and always first to come out and and do what she needed to do to register and to give her donation and everything for the parade for that event. And that's very important. It's always her that's doing it. And we appreciate that in the public defender's office. But the rest of them get on board and do what they need to do 
to support this parade because then that way people will say, yes, I want to go out and vote. I want to be able to do this. I want to be able to do that. I had a lot of people last year that came to me that a couple of years ago, first time that they've been out to ever register to vote mm. because I kept pushing, this is what you need to do. This is what you got to do. If you don't do that, we don't have a voice. And that's the only way we have a voice is through our vote. So let me ask you, is it seeing their representatives that helps them have a feeling that, yes, they can be heard and, yes, they should register to vote? Or is it the lack of seeing them that says, I need to vote because I need to put people in office who will represent me? It's the light. It's definitely the light. Because once a lot of them, you get, they get in office, you don't hear from them, you don't see them or anything. But when it comes up to them coming into election, oh, my God, they're walking around, they're so nice and friendly and everything else. And you try and get in their office, you can't even get an appointment to get in. Okay, so face-to-face, hand-to-hand connections are really critical. Um, yes. And again... And Ellen, if I may interject there, the, the face-to-face, hand-to-hand engagement, but also a commitment, like the, a real genuine commitment to helping the evolution and the growth. As Lady said, I've been here and watching, you know, people come and go, but those who have been committed with us allow us to be able to keep this going when... It could have, you know, at many times because insurances increase, there are expenses. Although we are a 501c3, we still, there's safety. There's so many different expenses that go along with putting on the parade and these different events, the pitch ceremonies, the art galleries that we do for the youth in the community. And having a commitment and the funding to be able to do that consistently in an organization that has a proven track record of making massive impact in the community is just as important. And it's just as important as showing face, but it's also making a commitment to make sure that this parade and these programs continue to affect change and transform South Florida. Amen. Amen. That's, we all have amens for the morning. Um, no, that's, that's really where I should be wrapping up the show. But I do want to say that for anyone who is moved to register to vote, you can do that at MiamiDade.gov. Just look up the Elections Department. They have all the information and do it now rather than later. Primaries are in March and we have the presidential election in November. For anyone who is motivated by hearing both of you talk, who thinks, oh, maybe I should run for office. Maybe I can represent also at MiamiDade.gov at the election site. And for anyone who hears you and says, wow, you are making such an impact. I want to be part of what you're doing at the MLK Parade and Festivities organization with the committee. They can go to your website at MLKParadeAndFestivities.org. Do you still need volunteers to help you out either at the parade or during the whole weekend or during the year? Absolutely. Absolutely. We welcome all the help. We have uh, some sororities. We have people. We have people that travel from out of town that are coming from Jacksonville, Florida, that come from Georgia, just to volunteer with us. So we a 10 mile parade and a massive park and food vendors. Trust me, there's plenty of areas to get engaged and bring your organization for young people, uh, teenagers that are in high school or in college, uh, college students, there are opportunities for volunteer hours. There's so many things. Get in touch with us through the website at mlkparadeandfestivities.org, and we can assign you to one of our departments. Okay. 
I am so thrilled that Cox Media Group, our sister stations, Hot 105 and 99 Jams, will be part of the parade. What you are doing is amazing, and it's what our community needs. So I thank you both. Dr. Candace Haynes, Media and Community Relations Director with the MLK Parade and Festivities Committee, and Lady Jenkins, President of the MLK Parade and Festivities Committee. Thank you for your life work. I mean, what you've done in our community is just remarkable. So amen to both of you. <laughs> and we'll see oh, you. Thank you so much, Ellen. It is my pleasure. talking with you. Absolutely. And we'll talk again and let's continue to publicize the work you're doing. Thank, thank you, you, Ellen. You both have a wonderful day. And you as well. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Community Focus this morning. If you have questions about today's program or would like to suggest a topic, you can email me at Ellen dot jaffe j-a-2-f's one e at cmg.com and i also want to remind you that coming up on february 3rd we are very excited to be the radio sponsor for the vca walk for the animals benefiting the humane society of broward county you're welcome to join our pack or form your own there is no fee to join us on february 3rd all the information at our events listing on our website Thank you again for listening. Join us next Sunday for an all-new edition of Community Focus.